Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. But what I have for you today is bloom. And um, it, it's easier. It's easier. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm very good with planning sometimes. <laughs> Just say amen. <laughs> Let the church say amen. <laughs> so um, that is one of my strong points. At the, at it, I, I'm growing into it. <laughs> I'm a good planner. I'm a very good planner. <laughs> that part of my husband's going to rub off on me. <laughs> anyway, um, yesterday I was in the garden. Because like I said to you before, um, my son, uh, my grandson, he just wants to be outside. And he wants to play in the water, and then he gets totally wet, and then we have to dress him over again, and then he gets wet again, and, then we are in, and that's the cycle. And as I was walking with him in the garden, I was seeing all the new little flowers and the small little green leaves pushing out and, and um, you know, some of the, there's a, I don't know what it's called in English. I still wanted to look. A yasmine? Is it a yasmine? A jasmine. Jasmine, okay. There's, in our complex, there's two jasmines. And they only bloom once a year. And it's a little beautiful pink flower. I don't know if you get them in different colors. This one is like light pink. And when you drive past there and I open the window, I can smell it from afar. It's far. And, and uh, when the wind blows in a certain direction, it comes into the garden and I can smell that jasmine. And it's, I love that smell. It's so nice. But it's, it's not a nice, um, it's like a climber, what do you call it? A creep, a crawling thing. So they've, but it, it's nice and green in summer and, and winter. It, but it only blooms in August for like a week, maybe two. And then it goes off. Like now in September, it's starting to go off. We walked there this morning before I came. My little grandson wanted me to walk with him, and we had to walk all the way there. And he was smelling the flowers. And I saw some of them are still very fragrant, and some of them are going down. And... And then I realized again, sometimes it's like that in our lives, isn't it? Sometimes we are blooming and we're fragrant, and sometimes we don't smell so well, <laughs> isn't it? And that's when we are struggling with things in our lives. You know, maybe um, it's like, it's not always just... Um, Plain sailing. Sometimes we're in a storm, isn't it? And um, I, when something dies, it doesn't smell so well, you know, isn't it? It smells fraught. It really, it, it doesn't smell good. And many times in our lives, when things are dying in us, that's not from God. We don't smell so well. And, um, or sometimes that, that is what's coming out of us instead of the fragrance that's supposed to come out of us. But like I've been saying, 
in the end, what we feed will become the strongest. And, and I was looking at scriptures, and in Isaiah 37, verse 31, it says, And the remnant that has survived of the house of Judah. Now, Judah means praise. So there was only a few people that were praising. And isn't it true, when we go through this stuff, are we praising or are we complaining or murmuring? And God said, the remnant Judah shall again take root downward and bear fruit upward. Can you see the difference? And many times, it, like that jasmine, it looks like all the flowers are dying, but it's, 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 it has to go down deep to bring those flowers forth. And only when we go down deep, when I just plant something, it takes a while for it to, to start bearing fruit, if it's a fruit tree, or um, bringing forth flowers, if it's an, isn't it? it? It's not just overnight. I've seen we've got roses in the garden. I love roses. And um, when they go off, I pick off all the old, old ones, and then I'm waiting for the new ones. But they don't come overnight. It's not tonight I pick off the old ones and tomorrow the new ones are there. It doesn't work like that. And it's the same, but even though I've picked off all the old ones, there's still roots in the ground that goes and gets all the nutrition and everything that it needs for the top part to go upwards, isn't it? And that's the thing that, that we have to know, um, that we need to keep on rooting, go deep. Go deeper. Isn't it that what the word says? Deep cries out to deep. There's a song like that. Deep cries out to... Uh, ne? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, and that's the thing. And sometimes I, even with myself, it feels to me that I'm not growing or, you know, when we go on our feelings. You know, I was yesterday in a day like that, that I really had to rebuke myself. <laughs> Of, of you, you, you absolutely want to go on what you feel instead of going on what you're knowing, you know, and, and going deeper, even if it hurts. And every time I, I prune the roses, I prune them so short, I think, oh, I'm so sorry. But you know what? When they start to bloom and they start to push those roses, then I'm so glad I pruned them so so. And many times when we get a rebuke from God or a correction, it hurts. It's not always the best place to be, isn't it? We think that, but it is the best place to be. And we as pastors sometimes really have to be, and it takes me very long to get there, really long to get to a place of, okay, that's enough now. Because I'm not helping you anymore. In the end, I'm, I'm pushing you down the hill. I'm not pulling you up. If I keep on and not rebuke you and, and start setting the boundary. Because I remember, and up to today, sometimes I really have to discipline myself. or And say, okay, you have to start to exercise. <sighs> I used to exercise three times a week. But I was so in it, and, and when my husband came home, I was ready in my training clothes, and, you know, 
And when we started building the house, it went less and less, and then it, there wasn't anything at all, and, and then it was locked down, and, and, and the, you can always get an excuse to not exercise. But it's not, and now it was COVID and all of that stuff, but in the end, it's good. It's good for our bodies. And the same with, with being disciplined in, in um, the word, being disciplined in prayer. I yesterday got a, a thing, and it was so powerful to me. Um, somebody sent it to me. I just want to get it. Revival is initiated by repentance, and it's driven by prayer. It is sustained by consecrated, and it's matured through mantles. You cannot see great revival without great prayer. Isn't it? If you think of every revival that broke out, every single revival, what, what happened? They started to pray. Even in Acts, they came together and they kept on praying. And how many days did they have to pray? Fifty, I think. Fifty days. Am I right? I hope so. Anyway, <laughs> if, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> But they had to keep on praying. And sometimes it's like you have to keep on praying. <laughs> you have to keep on and keep on. And then your, your roots go deep. But you don't see them. I don't see the roots of the trees. I don't see the roots of the roses or the jasmine. I don't see it. But I, in the end, when it starts to bear the fruit and the roses and I smell them and they, there's a sweet smelling aroma, that's what's going to come out of you when you start getting deep rooted in the word. And in this new season, you can make a decision. Last September, where was I? Am I at exactly the same place? <laughs> Thank God, <ne> Jared. <laughs> Or am I, have I learned a few scriptures? Have I gotten more revelation? Did my roots go deeper? Did my relationships change? Did my situations change? Did I grow financially? Did I grow spiritually? Did I grow emotionally? Did I grow physically? I mean, not by eating too much. <laughs> it is a discipline, and I know it's hard. In Jeremiah 17, verse 8, it's one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, it's one, for you shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river. And it shall not see and fear when it comes. But its leaves shall be green. It shall not be anxious and full of care in the year of drought, nor shall it cease yielding fruit. And that's the thing, we will not cease yielding fruit. If we are do grounded and rooted in the word of God, the fruit will be there in its season. And in this season, God showed me. I mean, yesterday, I, it, I had an awesome wonder. Really, how God came through for me. And it's because I heard what God said and I stood on it. It doesn't matter if it took the last day of the month. <laughs> and God said, 
September will be a month of suddenness. God said this year will be a super, the year of the super. And it's been for us. But we must take it. And not think, oh, it, it hasn't happened to me yet. Then it doesn't matter. You keep on saying it. This is my year. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm trusting God for. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to look at it every single day. I'm going to start marking it off on my Every day when God does that, what, what I asked him to do. It's so easily to get discouraged and disappointed. It is. And sometimes we need to phone somebody or WhatsApp them and say, now you have to pray for me. I'm not at a good place. But I know I'm going to be better tomorrow or in a few minutes. <laughs> But I'm going to get scripture. I'm going to stand on scripture. I'm going to speak it over my life. I'm going to bloom where I'm planted. I'm going to make a difference. I always say when you walk out of a, a, a say for instance, um, you need to move. I mean, you, you have to go to Australia or whatever. Where you were, are they going to miss you or is it just going to be, Bye. It's something to think about. It's like this morning. I really, really, really missed my maid. <laughs> I miss her when she's not there. She's been working for me 21 years. And she went to the clinic this morning. And I forgot. And my bed is not made up. <laughs> And for me, that's a big deal. <laughs> I like it to be, but it was just not, my planning was so good this today, like I said. <laughs> Are we making a difference? And you know what? We, shouldn't, we should realize it's not always to be in prayer, if you are a prayer warrior and if you are praying, people will miss you. I can feel it when people are praying for me. And like I said, when I was in the hospital, it was like I knew people. I could feel it. And I'm telling you, that's, that's the only thing that, that, that pulls people through sometimes. Really. I always say that if my mom didn't pray for me, I wouldn't have been here today. She kept on. She didn't stop. And she does it up to today. She prays for us, for our businesses, for the church, for our bodies, every, sorry, every single day. She's so disciplined when she comes to visit us. I hear her in the mornings. She's got a whole list that she prays for. And, and um, I read a book of, of D.L. Moodley. Um, he was also a great revivalist that many, many um, raised the dead and all of that in, the, I don't know which hundreds, I think 1800s, but, or early 1900s. And um, he asked God one day, you know, how is it that, that you know, I raised the dead and why, why did 
you pick me. He said, you know what? It's there's two old ladies. It's two sisters. And they pray for you. Do you know it's because of their prayers that you are performing miracles like you are? See, God is the rewarder. And Psalm 1 verse 3. I took all my favorite scriptures today. And I wanted to say that on Sunday in my sermon, and I, I got sidetracked, and I couldn't remember what I wanted to say. And then I remembered in the call. <laughs> so now I'm going to say it. <laughs> when I just started serving God, it was when Pastor Henry and them taught, or I heard somebody, I would have said, oh, but how? How do I do it practically? How do I... Um, you know, that's the practical part. And that's what God told me. I'm going to teach people how to do things practically. How do I do it? Not because I think I'm so good. It's just that's how God taught me. And if I can help somebody, then, and I look at other people again on how, how they do it in certain areas. And um, by memorizing scripture. I mean, for me, it comes by I make connotations and stories, and, and that's how I memorize them. But for other people, they have to repeat it over and over and over and over again, and then they, they remember it. Or, and each one of us is different. But what I wanted to say on Sunday is um, I, the practical part. What do you do? How do you declare? How do you make confessions? How do you pray? You know, and each of us is different, and we'll most probably do it differently. But sometimes, when we, when somebody tells you, "Okay, this is how I make a scripture my own," and then it just opens up for them. This is how I say in the morning, "Renata is a tree; she's firmly planted, and she's tended by the streams of living water. The Holy Spirit comes and tends to me." The Holy Spirit comes to minister to me. The Holy Spirit teaches me. The fresh living water is flowing through me. It's coming down from heaven. I'm, 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 I'm bearing fruit upwards. And I'm shooting roots downwards. So that, and it's all scripture. So that's how I make it my own. I'm, I'm ready to bring fruit, forth fruit in my seasons. In every season, I declare I will bear fruit. It doesn't matter if it's in winter, if it's in spring, if it's in um, autumn. It doesn't matter. In my season, I will bear fruit. It will be different fruit, but I will bear it. And if you look in today, every season there's different fruits. Isn't it? Yeah. Every season, there's different fruits. So I declare it over my life. I declare my leaf shall not fade or wither. And everything I do will prosper, and it will come to maturity, it says in the Amplified. And the more I say it, the more it will start to, to manifest in my life. Because I'm speaking living, active, energizing word, power, 
That's what I'm speaking. And it doesn't matter what I see. And that's how I start to operate in the supernatural. Because remember, God's word is supernatural. Because when he said, let there be light, there was light. This morning I was listening to a testimony of um, Ashley and Carly. They, they, on, on, I don't know which channel, but anyway. And I was listening to them and she said, they went in faith, they, they moved to, from England, I think, to America, and they were in Bible school, and um, or she was in England, but it doesn't matter. The post box is outside of the door where they put the post in, and they had to pay bills, and not her and her husband were working. They were studying. They were in Bible college, and they said, God, we stepped out in faith. We trusted you, but now it's the end of this month, and there's a lot of bills, and our credit cards are overdrawn, everything. We, there's no money. We cannot pay our bills this month, and God said very clearly to her, your, um, your provision is in your house and in your hand. And she thought, she kept on vacuuming, and she thought, oh, God, well, then it's in my house. Then it has to be somewhere. It's in my house and in my hand. And then she was vacuuming, and um, she hit the, the door, and the, the post box, it make, when you, they push it right through into the, it goes right through from outside to the inside, the post box, so that the post falls on the floor. And the letter fell out right under the carpet, and she picked it up, and she opened it, and it was a check that she, they got from somebody, and it was dated a month back or two months back already. So it was in the post box. It, they just didn't see it. They didn't fall through. And so God had already provided, and that was enough to pay everything for that month and a few months ahead. And you see, that's what, and God taught me that as well. I mustn't just trust him for this month. And then I started trusting him for two months ahead. And then I started trusting him for a year ahead. But I can spend all that money. <laughs> you know? Or you can make a decision to, to ask the God to show you how to deal wisely with your finances. How to save some. And when the need arises for, many times it's somebody else's need that we have to. But God uses people. Somebody wrote out that check. And I've seen financially how we supernaturally can provide. Jared, you've seen that. But you had to do something. You didn't just sit back and do nothing. You prayed, you trusted, you sowed a seed, isn't it? And you didn't see it immediately. No. And I also, I declare, especially in our country, in the, the season that we are in, that there will truly be a total turnaround in our country, in our um the people that rules this country. Because we have been placed here for a reason. 
And that they, I was listening a few months ago, we were at a con conference and um, there was this one pastor and I was listening to him and I'm telling you, the more he spoke, the more angry I got. And at a stage I spoke, I started to speak up and Apostle David was there too and he could see I was, I was on fire. I wanted to, and I said my say, and then suddenly I had to keep quiet, but I wanted to say a lot more. And I mean, it was around the table with great men and women of God. I mean, it was um, Apostle uh, Patricia Estes from, from North Palm Church in the States and her husband. And, and, and this guy was talking and I thought, that's not true. You are not speaking the truth. You are lying. You are sitting here around this table and you are not speaking the truth. That is not the truth. And I just want... and. And I, I wanted to just, and then I, then God silenced me, and I, and I got up and I walked out, you know, not rudely, nicely, but um, you know, sometimes you you have to say stuff, and sometimes you mustn't, and then I, we must just pray, but our country really needs prayer, so that people will turn, will will start having a mind shift, of we're not entitled. It's the grace of God. And that's the only thing. It's the grace of God. No man owes you nothing but to love you. It's only by grace. And that's what God told me um, when I was praying on Sunday. He said to me that um, you will see my grace start to manifest in this ministry. It's going to only be by grace. By nothing else, only grace. In Colossians 2 verse 7, have the roots of your being firmly and deeply planted in him, fixed and founded in him, in Jesus, being continually built up in him. And how, is, how are we built up? By prophetic word, by listening to the word of God, by keeping on listening and listening and listening until your faith is so strong in that area. Becoming increasingly more confirmed and established in faith, just as you were taught, and abounding and overflowing in it with thanksgiving. See, we have to thank God for the people he's placed above us. For the people he's placed with us to help us, to intercede for us, to pray for us. We have to keep on thanking God that we are growing. Thank you that, that our roots are firmly and deeply planted in you. That it's fixed and founded in you. And everything that is not fixed and founded in you, Lord, we ask you to prune it, to cut it off, to remove it. But you know what? When we say that, we have to be careful what we say because it's not always so comfortable being pruned and cut off and stuff taken from you, out of you. But it's the best place to be. Thank you, Father, that we are continually being built up in you. We are increasing and being more confirmed and established in our faith, just as we were taught. And we are abounding and overflowing it with thanksgiving. 
I thank God for every resistance. I thank God for whatever because the enemy does not attack worthless stuff. He only attacks valuables. So you must say, I am valuable. I am valuable for God. Trials and tribulations makes me stronger. Whatever I struggled with, I know I can, I've, if I've conquered it, I can pray for it. I can, because I've beat it. No matter what's coming against you. But it's, are we blooming? Are we blooming where we, we are? Are we blooming? Are we making a difference? Or are we just, you know, are we just always taking the easiest way? At least I go to church, you know. At least I'm there every Sunday. Or I'm, I'm going the extra mile. This is my last scripture for today. And um, Jeremiah 1 verse 10, see are you seeing? Are you seeing where you're supposed to be? Are you seeing what God wants for you? Is that your vision? Do you have a vision? I, God, have appointed you to, to the oversight of the nations and of the kingdoms. So it's nations and kingdoms to root out. So to root out that junk, to root out that that you are saying that's not from God, to root out that way, what you are believing over your bodies, what you are believing over your finances, what you are believing over your relationship that is not in line with the word of God, to root it out and to pull it down, to destroy it and to overthrow it and then to build and plant To take out the foundations that were, were, were laid wrong. Because you cannot build a house on that. That's how we're going to start operating in the supernatural. By pulling out stuff and, and, and doing it in love and telling people. But don't say that. Don't speak like that over your husband. Don't speak like that over your business. Don't speak like that over your congregation. Don't speak like, I hear some people even, and I'm, I'm not criticizing. I just, that's what, I don't know why God enlightens it. When somebody says the, something that, that, that's contradictory to the word of God. And they don't realize that's what I'm speaking over my congregation or over my husband or over my wife or over my body. By saying, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. I've, I've made a decision the 1st of September, 2021. This is what's going to happen. This is what I'm trusting God for. I'm going to write it down. If I say to somebody, I want you to come back next Wednesday with five scriptures. She hasn't come back. I wouldn't even have asked her the next Wednesday, but it would have worked. It would have helped for her if she studied and memorized five scriptures. 
Why are they so afraid to come back? Man, memorize it. And if you didn't tell me, you, I wouldn't even have known. But that's how I was. I would come out with all, I would spill the beans and say, listen, I'm sorry. You said I must memorize five scriptures. I didn't. And I would have said, it's okay. Just come back. Don't stay away. Don't be afraid. If I told you something that, that didn't sit well with you, you know, forgive me and move on. Don't, and maybe I forgot to do something or whatever. The greatest division is in churches today. It's so sad. But again, but God. But God. And the thing is, what are we carrying? Is our fruit sweet? Is it gentle? Is it kind? Does it have self-control? Is it faithful? I'm not, I'm not correcting you guys today, really. I'm just, I want to encourage you. Let us decide today. Go home, go right down. Go write down what you are expecting God to do the last few months of the, well, it's the Jewish New Year now. So for me, it's, it's, it's the beginning. It's the, and my husband's birthday is the 16th of September. It's on the Jewish New Year this year because it, it differs every year. And I'm so excited. I really am. So many things in our lives have changed suddenly especially at his workplace and, and, and things. And we thought it, it was, it was um, when we saw the whole thing, it, was, it, it, it looked um, negative. Let me tell, say it like that. But it's not. It's positive because now God's going to open new doors. But he first, we first have to let go of the old, we, of, of that security that you think it's your security, and it's not. Sometimes we have to let go of it. And then the wind of the Holy Spirit can take you and take you higher. Because when that, um, I just saw a vision of a balloon. You know, when you go in, I've, I haven't been in a, one of those balloons. That's one of my, um, on my bucket list. One of those, um, uh, one of my dreams is to go up in a, um, in a hot air balloon. And I just saw that vision so clearly. The, the balloon was full of colors. It was red and blue and orange and yellow and green and all the stripes coming down. It's huge. And, and we are in that basket. But before, and the, and, the, and the gas is on. It's going, and it's on. But it cannot lift off if they don't release the ropes that, that they're holding it on, onto it. And that's sometimes, we're holding on, we're holding on, but God wants to take you higher. He wants to lift you up. And this is for somebody, don't let it keep you back. You decide to cut those ropes. It's finished, the, the past. You cut them, and you give it to God. And if you've been fighting that battle, and it's not working, you give it to God, because God will release it. He will deliver you. He will set you free. That, that balloon is ready to, 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 to take flight. 
And I'll send you all the photos when I go up in my balloon. Because I'm so ready. That's the vision I got now. We're ready to take off. Say, I'm ready. I'm going to do things differently. With the help of God. The help of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to grow. I'm going to shoot deep roots. And I'm going to bear fruit upwards. In Jesus' name. I'm going to operate in the supernatural like never before. Things I pray for, things I see, will, I, I write down will happen for me. This is my season. Doors will open for me. I declare on the 1st of September 2021 that things are going to start happening suddenly for me. The manifest presence, the Shekinah glory of God is going to follow me. That's what's going to happen for me this year. And every, anything that I've done that out of, that's out of the flesh, God will show me. I will move into the spiritual realm like never before. I declare it. I declare it over our online audience. I declare it over each and every one of you. I'm waiting for the testimonies. Remember, when that balloon goes up, you start seeing far. You see that you go over the mountains, over the valleys, everywhere. I'm really trusting God for that, for each and every one of you. And that's operating in the supernatural, seeing the things to come, because the Holy Spirit will show you things to come, and that's for each and every one of us. So start trusting God for a word for each and every one. That you will step in here Wednesday mornings and, 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 and you will want to bubble over because that's what a prophet is. It, it bubbles forth. It bubbles. Now, when you start blowing bubbles, when I make bubbles in the bath, I like foam bath. I don't know about you. I still like it. And, and they are so big and they're all over me. Huh? It bubbles. It bubbles forth. That's what a, a Nobby prophet does. They bubble forth. They bring forth. That you will come in here and say, I prayed for you. I got a scripture for you. I got a word for you. I got a vision for you. That's operating in the supernatural. When you step into a, 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 a you say, I, I, the job is right there. It's been there for me all the time. I know exactly where to go to. I know exactly where to go to. God will show, I'll be so sensitive to his voice. Or one of you will go to Sibo um, Siso and tell him, there's a job for you. At that place, at that, you have to be there at 12 o'clock. And when he steps in there, his job is there. That's, that's how we're going to start operating in the supernatural. I declare it. That each and every one of you, when you step in here, you will bubble forth. Each and every one listening over the airways, they will bubble forth. They will have words of encouragement, of upliftment, of, of supernatural things that's going to happen. And it will happen. I, I, I was so encouraged. Um, I gave a word to a great man of God. It just bubbled forth. I said to him, I see you in the UK. I see you on Facebook, they're in the UK. It encourages me, me because... I know I'm, I'm, I'm hearing right. 
And I'm not saying that so, so that everybody must know I hear right. I'm encouraging myself because we don't know always. We just, we bubble forth. But then that person comes back and says, it happened. And then you say, thank you, God. I'm shooting deep roots. Downwards and, and bearing fruit upwards. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you taking that? Are you going to start coming like that every Wednesday? Huh? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you, God, that we will truly step into the supernatural. Where your super, super becomes natural to us. Where we operate in levels of prophecy, in levels of revelation, in levels of faith that people will be astounded. Because that is the Shekinah glory of God. That we will know what is operating in areas and, and, and bind it and destroy it and pull it out and break it down and rebuild and plant. That harvest will start flowing through people like never before. That the reapers will take over the planters. That businesses will flourish. That relationships will flourish because of the supernatural of God flowing through it. Father, that when we pray, we, we will see the difference. When we lay hands on the sick, they will, they will recover. When we pray for the blind, they will see. When we pray for the deaf, they will hear. When we pray for our children, we will see the difference. When we pray for our husbands, our families, our friends, our congregation, we will see the difference. Thank you, Father, that we can stand on your promises. You are building the church and the gates of hell will not prevail. And that's each and every one of us because we are the church. No weapon formed will prosper. No negative word or curse will have any effect. Because our weapons of warfare are, are not carnal, but they are mighty in pulling down strongholds. Every stronghold in our lives will be destroyed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you are doing. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.